to another episode of Moist Nougat. I am the kid. And I'm Dan Ali. Um, some corrections and updates from the last episode. And I know I said that I was going to buy a football tee. Hey. There's my football tee. And it's even orange. It's orange. Which makes it even better. Wow. So Is that NFL approved? No. <laughs> no. <They didn't laughs> it's backyard it. approved? This is the old style, style tee. They don't even use these kind of tees anymore. Oh, okay. Um, but this is what I wanted, the old style. Uh-huh. So I got my football tee for tomorrow's game. All right. And uh, we were talking about candy, and uh, you were talking about cowtails. Yeah. And and Goetz is, is the company that makes cowtails. Oh, Goetz. Okay. And I think that's how you pronounce that. Uh, but they also make the caramel creams. Oh, they do. Okay. Which well, that makes are affectionately sense. known as bullseyes. Bullseyes. We yeah. always call them bullseyes. Yeah. Um, That's right. And then uh, Grandma's Candy. Remember, I didn't know what it was. I just said that layered licorice stuff. It's yeah. called licorice all sorts. Really? Licorice all sorts is what it's called. Okay. And I think you can still get it. Um. I know that stuff came in a lot of combined flavors. Well, and what's funny is, I, and I wasn't sure if it was the same stuff or if it was a different thing that they put in there because it was it was also the it was the licorice the layered licorice, you know there'd be like a pink and a white yeah. and a brown yeah. layer. Right, right. Uh, but there was also the little pieces in there. They had the little tiny beads on it, mm-hmm. and uh, that's part of that mix. They they call it licorice all sorts. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to look into buying some of that. I haven't had that in, well, since I was a kid. What's the date on some of these things? Did it ever come up with dates? Uh, I uh, Some of it I did, but not that one. Yeah. And so now I got to go into Licorice All Sorts updates for next week. Thank you, right. Danilee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we also talked about Red Hot Dollars. And uh, I said, why do they call them Red Hot if they're not cinnamon? Because you said they were not cinnamon. And... uh you're right. They were raspberry. They were they were called red hot dollars, and they were raspberry. Okay. But now, if you get red hot dollars, they are cinnamon. Yeah. Okay. Um, in 1999, they, I can't remember what company. I should have wrote that down, but I didn't. But somebody else bought them out, and they said it's very confusing because people think that it, a red hot dollar would be like a cinnamon flavor or a spicy flavor, and uh, so they made the red hot dollar cinnamon flavor, and then they just turn the other ones in they call them red raspberry dollars okay so you can get both yeah you can get the old-fashioned ones but they're now called red raspberry dollars yeah and then uh last one was the bit of honey and we were talking about whether it come in pieces and it as far as i could tell even from the very get-go it wasn't necessarily pieces but it was a bar that had had a like a cut on each side all like into like five drum pieces, so you could just break that piece you off. To, you had to break it off. That's it. And uh, that's it exactly. The bit of honey came out in 1924. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I that, I remember I remember when they came like that. You you had to work it back and forth to break it in half, and then you could start on that strip. Right. Because the it those uh, gouges in it that allowed you to break it easy ran both ways. Yeah, well, I mean, the pictures I found, it was just it was just, just a single one, just a single one. Yeah, but they probably changed it. And I know you could even buy like the the individual like like a tootsie roll, like wrapped. But it was a bit of honey that yeah. was wrapped up like a, a individual tootsie roll. And what's weird is those to me, to me anyways, those always seem softer. 
Yeah. Because uh, those old bitter honeys, that that was d- definitely something you had to put in your mouth for a while. Yeah. And just let your saliva work on it, and then eventually it softened up where you could chew it. I mean, I'd love to eat a bit of honey, but I I wouldn't even dare at this point. Yeah. I, I would I'd definitely rip a tooth out or something or break a tooth. Um, But, yeah, that's all I got for corrections and updates from the last episode. Uh-huh. Uh, did I ever tell you the time I uh, sort of got arrested when I was at, at college in Batavia? Sort of got arrested. Sort of got arrested. I, I had an, I had a night when I sort of got arrested, <laughs> but didn't. <laughs> so, so <laughs> you know, I, I lived up there in kind of like a dormitory. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was more like apartments, but uh, sure. um, they were on campus and stuff. And that was uh, Geneseo area? Yeah, Geneseo Community College. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so not everybody had a car up there, but I did have a car. And uh, so, you know, we wanted to make a beer run. So I I drove a couple guys. Me and a couple guys went down to the beer store. And and, uh, the one guy, super tall, he's probably like 6'2", but he was like a beanpole. He was super skinny. Oh, yeah. He had a fake ID. And so he goes in, and, and you know we're sitting in the car, and we watch him in there. Well, the the clerk of the store took his ID, knew that it was a fake ID, and I like he I would have snatched it out of his hand and just bailed, but he just came back on. He goes, he, he took my took the ID, and uh, the the clerk must have got my license plate number. Oh no. Yeah, um, so I'm in class the next day, one of my classes. I can't remember which class it was, but uh, there's a knock at the door, and there's two freaking cops out there, and they ask for me. Really? Yeah, so oh. I had to leave class. Oh, my God. Go to the cop shop. Oh, no. And they put me in a, a small interrogation room, basically. Interrogation. Oh, yeah. gosh. Didn't even have a table. It wasn't like you see on TV and stuff. It was just a, it was basically a holding cell. Just Without a, bars, I just had a door, but the single light over your head, bench all yeah, swinging, <laughs> uh, you know. But it had the places for to like handcuff people to it and stuff. Wow, but uh, yeah, they they brought put me in there for a little while, and then they came in and told me I was going to go to jail if I didn't make you sweat. Do that? No, they were trying to, but I was like, I, I know I'm not going to jail for this. Yeah, and uh, eventually they let me go. They brought the other guy in. Uh huh. They were trying to say I was the one that went in the store, and I said, no, no, not, it wasn't me. The guy that went in the store is like two feet taller than I am, <laughs> but probably weighs 50 pounds less than I do. Um, we don't even remotely look similar. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the other kid uh, ended up, they brought him in, too, at a different, I didn't know that he was there, but yeah, uh, he confessed to the whole thing, and, yeah. and uh, I, I think they gave him a slap on his wrist. Right. And I basically, when they let me, they were just trying to scare me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they say, you know, if we ever see your car at any of the beer stores, we're going to oh, come in and check and, yikes, you know, right. Yeah. I was driving people to the beer store a couple of days later, probably. Yeah. You know, um, if we ever see you again, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if we ever see your car, at one of the beer stores, well, I could be in there buying something else. I might be buying a bit of honey. Exactly. So come on in. Yeah, really. You know, Hey, they're selling stuff other than beer. So why I can go in. But, you know, small town cops got to be yeah tough guys. That's it. You know, we'll straighten out those college kids. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, you know, they're easy to bully around. Yeah. They're not from here. I don't want to, well, I, I don't well, want to bash on cops, but right. I grew up in a small town and I had my run ins with the cops several times <laughs> in, in Bath. Yeah. Um, 
I was told I was going to be squashed like a fly one time. Squashed like a... Oh, my God. Yep. I mean, I was being a dick, but... Well... But we were at a party. It was actually right next, uh, right next door to uh, to Kevin and Sherry's big house. Oh, it was okay. a party that we knew some people there, yeah. and there was, there was par- people inside the apartment, and then there was a bunch of us outside hanging out. Yeah, and uh, they had the music blasting, and that's why the cops got called. Yeah, but the this cop walks up to me, and I'm just like, got my back against the car, you know. Uh-huh. Comes up and he shines his flashlight right in my face he's like six inches away with a flashlight Hmm. what's your name i said if you'll get the light out of my face i'll tell you and he he takes it away and then he puts it right back he said (laughs) i said what's your name and i said like i said if you get the light out of my face i'll tell you i'll squash you like a fly i said go for it i mean i'm not doing anything wrong i'm just standing here you know Oh my gosh! Um, and now, now all these years later, now that I'm an old fart, <laughs> now I see these videos of of people doing similar shit to cops, and I'm like, just comply, don't be an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, um, I know it. Times were different then than they are now, though. Yeah, you didn't hear about a lot of cops just shooting people down or whatever. You yeah, know, for you know, right? Going to a a, a high school party and breaking it up yeah but small town high school party yeah that's not yeah you're not gonna see a lot of gunplay at one of those yeah i mean i had i, I can't remember them all but i had run-ins with the cops yeah. I, I had a run-in with a guy that was friends with the cops and after that like i mean my name was on i mean they had a list yeah tim was on it i was on it Basically, all our friends, our whole group was on it. You the know, potential troublemakers, potential run-ins available. Yeah, yeah. we were like the <laughs> what they call them, the greasers, the outsiders on that movie, The Outsiders. We yeah, were the greasers, yeah. you know. Right. They're just trouble. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, all I got for that. Uh, you had mentioned something about a UFO. Oh yeah, yeah. The year was. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I guess I was still in high school, so anywhere from 66 to 70. But I was living in Canandaigua. I was at a friend's cottage on Canandaigua Lake, and it's just just down the road. I mean, you can look across the lake and see the city, so that's how far down it was, just a few miles. Yeah. And it um, it was the springtime. It was a weekend. So we were there. I was there to help. They they wanted to do some work. They wanted to put the docks out. Um, it was uh, a time to, you know, kind of clean up, fix up. You know, springtime. Yeah, spring cleaning. Yeah, just getting know. ready for summer. Yeah, whatever we needed to do. I mean, I was there. They were good friends. So we, we hung out a lot together, and I always liked to pitch in and help them. And it was... It was actually, um, it was just dusk. It wasn't, it wasn't nighttime. It was dusk. And we had solid clouds overhead. Solid. Just, um, wasn't raining though. It just, it, it was just a super cloudy day. Yeah. And the entire sky, as far as you could see, you know, you're in a good spot there. You could see for a long ways down the lake and above town. And, um, we went outside we were, we had some stuff laying out there on the lawn, and somebody said, "Look at that!" 
and looked up at the sky. And uh, I just watched for a minute. And it was like somebody goes, hey, did you see that? And I go, yeah, I saw that. It was a straight line light that ran. It just it came from, I don't know where it started from, way beyond town. And it just shot in a straight line. And I and I got to thinking, what you know? Well, we were all thinking, what the hell is that? What would do that? And like a that, shot, like down the lake. Yeah, you could see it in the clouds. You could see that light go in a straight line through the clouds, and you know how it traveled like light traveled. It was fast. Yeah, you know. And then it came back the other way, and it's like we're like, no, what is that? And that's all we could say. We stood there and watched this. For about 10 minutes. It's like, there it goes again. And you know that because of the space that it was covering, and it was only, uh, it was just starting to get dusk. It wasn't nighttime at all. There was no nighttime out there, but it was bright enough you could see it. And you could tell that it wasn't a spotlight going across the clouds. That's what I was going to, that's what I was wondering. Was it a spotlight way off somewhere? Because it started so far down. It's like, and the thing of it was, um, the light was over the lake. The right, li- yeah, usually with a spotlight, it's more up in the air at yeah. an angle going up. Right, right. You know, and then it goes around. It doesn't just go straight, yeah. you know, across the sky. Exactly. And and we knew that this is a straight, it's it's kind of following the lake. So we, we're like, well, there's nothing out in the water. Nobody can do this from down there. So it's not happening there. And I mean, and the lake's 18 miles long, and that that light was going a distance. But to see it go in one direction, it's like, wow, that's really weird. What the hell could that be? Is that lightning? Is you know? I mean, there's a huge cloud cover. Yeah. weren't hearing anything, and I know lightning comes in all different ways, but a straight line. That that was what was so weird. It was a straight line. Usually, I think um, lightning will, yeah, t- track whatever way it's going to track. It certainly does when it's coming down out of the sky. It's not a, and uh, but to watch it come back again, and then it, we, we were out there, like I said, about ten minutes, just captivated by this. And of course, it's what nineteen. It could have been nineteen sixty-seven. Yeah, <laughs> there's no cell phone. There's no way to. There's no way to document this. No video camera, no nothing. No, no. It's just stand there and watch it and know that you shared it with somebody, but all you can do is talk about it. And I'm thinking, it's got to be UFOs. It's like, what else can it be? This this is just too weird. The The military doesn't have anything that's quiet and goes that fast. Yeah, and why would they be there? And and in the clouds, yeah. Well, in, in, the, in that area, you know, why yeah. would they be... You know, running tests above the lake right. there, and, and these were low clouds. These were not high clouds. This this was it was a solid blanket of low clouds. So, I'm, so were you abducted? No, and if I was, I didn't have a watch to go. Oh, hey, I was standing here an hour ago, two minutes ago. Well, because a lot of times I don't think people have recollections. They just know that something bizarre happened. Yeah. You know, but it, it was bizarre. That's all I can say. It was truly bizarre. So, uh, is there any explanation? No sound, though. There was no sound. We weren't getting any thunder sound. 
And uh, that was was just it was just too confusing. It was it was traveling too far, coming back the other way. It was taking the same track back. Yeah, and no sound. And then I don't know what else to say. There was a, it was not at night. So you never got an explanation to it. it just no. Basically, it no. could have been a UFO. Never talked to anybody else that saw the lights in the sky. Did you see the lights in the sky? They'd be like, "What? What are you talking about?" Yeah, <laughs> that's about yeah. that's about all you'd get out of people. Yeah, I've seen some strange video of stuff, but I mean, nowadays, I mean, shit can be doctored so much. Mm-hmm. Um, right, and a lot of it, I think, is you know, it is you know, the government testing things or whatever, and you know, but it's so hush hush that yeah, it doesn't matter if you know. I think like out in Phoenix, they they had saw. A lot of people had seen these lights. Yeah, I remember that. And, uh, I remember you know, that. I never, never heard any explanation of what it was. Right. And there was like five, like five lights in a row. Yeah. And they, it, they it would was, just move. They were moving together. Yeah, yeah, exactly at the same time they were moving together, and they were moving in such a way that it wasn't a, like a plane or, mm-hmm. uh, and like you said, there was no sound. No. And they no would just sound. like kind of hover, and uh, I never, I, who knows what what they were. I mean, there's, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, there's life out there. We are not in the entire, you know, uh, th- it's just so vast. There's so much out there. There's so, there's stuff out there that we don't even know that's out there. Sure. So you can't tell me that we're, for, for some lucky reason, this planet was the only one that was able to form life. Right. And uh, for all we know, we're a test. Yeah. We're just some little test that some higher intelligent being sure is is uh you know, we're like their ant farm. Yeah. You know, we I could be in some little alien kid's room and mm-hmm. you know, he just walks up and looks at it. You know, I'm like, <laughs> look at all these things, you know, people just run around and Yeah. And they're they're ruining their own place, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, well, I, 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 I definitely believe in in UFOs or, oh, yeah. or or other other life forms hey, in the in the galaxy or if, in the yeah. Know. If life happened here, it's got yeah. it's got to be happening other places. Well, yeah, it's absolutely. I mean, everything came together here for it to happen, and and we're not. We're not super special. I mean, we're in a huge galaxy. In our galaxy, I'm sure it, it, there could be multiple. Why not? Yeah. Well, all you have to have is the right things just come together. I mean, in our That's solar chemistry. system, I think we know that, you know, we know enough about the planets in our solar yeah. system that, right. you know, like, you know, some of them are made out of gas, you know, essentially. Right, right. Um, but here's my, and I don't want to get into the whole alien thing too crazily. But, uh, you know, we're carbon-based. Yeah. And so I feel like sometimes scientists are looking at, like, well, their life couldn't exist here because, you know, well, our life form couldn't exist there, but who's to say that this other life form doesn't doesn't thrive on hydrogen? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I um, mean, certainly. Or ammonia. But, I mean, uh that's the only problem I have with science is when they can't explain something or they ki- yeah. they kind of make it like it's factual. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, it's factual based on carbon based. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that somewhere out there that they don't give a shit about carbon. 
Right. You know? Yeah. Um, they have their own stuff that came together and produced life, and there you have it. Yeah. So I, I firmly believe that there's other life out there somewhere. Um, I guess we'll jump into uh, Campground Chaos. Ah, uh, yes, the campground. So we are beyond Labor Day, of course. Yep. And Is it slowed down? Because last week you said that... Uh, yeah, we were busy. Was, there was a big fishing tournament and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that's that was a, a Bassmaster tournament on Lake Norman. Yeah, you were saying there was all kinds of big fancy rigs. Yeah, and yeah, there was some there was some high dollar boats. So, uh, so we're beyond we're beyond that that busy weekend after Labor Day. After the Labor Day weekend, and so now what we're just seeing is. Uh, it's just uh, the real, true end of the season. We've come to that because people are taking their boats out of the water, and uh, and they need to hurry up. We've we've even made some phone calls because we can see that the in the cove that we're in, we can watch the water levels based on the shoreline, and yeah. and, and a few other things. The creek that that grassy creek that feeds the lake where we are. Well, we haven't got, we haven't had a lot of rain this this year either. It's been spotty. It's just been real I mean, spotty. Yeah, we've had we had we've had a few gully washers, but not a lot, not a lot. So, um, so people are just they're they're cleaning up their their campers, pulling the boats out. A lot of them park their boats next to their camper. Um, the leaves are really starting to fall now, so I'm 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 blowing leaves up all the time. And that's and that's actually in the campground. That's going to happen. We have so many trees, and it's going to happen all the way into February. I'll be I'll have a, a a back. We use these pretty significant backpack blowers. They're they're heavy as hell, but they they'll really move a lot of leaves. So it'll be uh I'll be into I'll be into February, probably the whole month. Yeah, I'll still be uh, I'll be working on it. We've got we've got you know sixty six acres and it's just me right now I'm the guy so I'm gonna be certainly uh, real busy and um, but with the with the people just coming in and closing up we haven't been getting a lot of calls for hey my electrical my electric service has failed here or I've got um, I got a water leak out in the ground somewhere. It's it's all it's all wet there, so we you know we do stuff like that too. We we cover everything. We have to cover everything. Right. And uh, so we're gonna we're we're real busy guys. But we did um, we have we have our our miniature golf, and we had I think I've talked about it before. We had a big red oak tree fall over, and just wipe out uh, hole number seventeen. It just it crushed that thing. So we we had to do a lot of work to to move that tree out of the way, and then we had to clean up all the get all the broken concrete out, just just really straighten it all up, put the forms down, and then we've just been waiting because so many other things have gotten away. We we so we're gonna have we were gonna have the miniature golf ready to go by July fourth, yeah, and, and we just poured the concrete yesterday. Well, they're going to have to get somebody in there to help because you're supposed to be taking Fridays off after yeah. Labor Day. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, well, of course, I know you've had some days off. Because, speaking of rain, we have had some rain days where, where I think you 
got rained out from work so i understand yeah. on a week like that where you know if it, you get rained out on wednesday you're definitely going to be working on friday but, yeah definitely uh, yeah but i mean uh i'm hoping that you're not working fridays all the way into february just to blow leaves no i'm matter of fact uh I, i've even thought about just saying hey look i'll work i'll work extra hours every day i don't care it's no big deal and uh i'll take friday off so i'm putting the time in and um, i'm working the whole time so you know you got to be as productive as you can but um yeah that's uh that's the focus now just to try and work myself in a position where i have that extra day off right so it's and it's nice i i don't mind it it's 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 nice that what i was what i meant was it's nice that it's quiet in there yeah well, if I hit that big lottery tonight, somebody hit the uh, Mega Millions Tuesday. Oh, how much did that pay? Five hundred and fourteen or five hundred and sixteen, something like that. My gosh! And I think tonight it's up to like five hundred and thirty something Powerball. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll I'll stop and get one now that now that I've heard this. Yeah, it's it's up over five hundred million. I don't know the exact amount. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you won't be working any days at the campground if I hit that. I hear you. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll go build our own campground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of lottery, uh I got a question for you. Oh, okay. Uh if you could buy anything right now, right this minute, uh-huh. like like we could just get in the car and go buy it. Uh what would it be? Well, that's that's real easy. My starting point would be would be uh property. Yeah. I would want if I could have anything, I would want a minimum a minimum of, uh, well, with with a lottery hit, let's say it's you, you can buy anything you want. Yeah, I, w- I would be it'd looking be one thing if you could just go buy one thing yeah, today. I would I would look for three hundred acres, uh, with a huge canopy of uh, uh trees on it, and a network of creeks, and one good size uh creek. One good sized creek that that's working hard, yeah, flowing a lot of water, and feeding all these other creeks, you know. And I, I would look for that, and then um, acts and, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and then really good uh, road frontage, so that you know now I've got I've got three hundred acres. I mean, you can just and then just look at this three hundred acres and go, I'm not going to destroy it, but I'm I'm going to build into it. But how am I going to build into it? What am I going to do? What are the what are the things that really would be very interesting for me when I have no holds on the money? I'm not being held back by the lack of the money. Right. Is what I'm saying. Right. But you bought the property and that was the thing you bought. Mm-hmm. Right. The property. Yeah. That's, that's what I would go for because that's my starting point. I, now I have this great, this beautiful starting point. Yeah. Well, I mean, I want the, a similar direction, but not necessarily property. I mean, but I would buy, I would buy a house, mm-hmm. you know, a nice house, with hopefully some property. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the short answer is just how I mean because you know, I I that's that's really what I want. I just want a freaking house. Mm-hmm. I want my own house, and to you know. Have a little financial stability. What's what's the um for you, what's the perfect size house? Um well that that's a 
double-edged question for me because, Uh I mean, I don't need a huge house, but I also want part of my house and being happy in my house is to have like the, like the cool studio, you know? So if that's part of the house, then the house would have to be a little bit bigger. Now, if it was an outbuilding, like a, you know, a man cave, like a garage type thing outside or a barn or whatever that was, you know, nice and had heat and air conditioning and all that. Yeah. Um, But, but probably 2,500 square feet. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife yeah. says a lot of times she says that too big. That's too big, but it's like it's not really. And that's um, and that's with a full basement, right? Yeah. Well, in this state, you don't get a lot of houses with basements. I know they're starting yeah. to build them, but yeah, but they're, uh, they're, it's starting. It's catch. It's caught on. But uh, you know, uh, it wouldn't have to have a basement. Mm-hmm. But you know, I want. I, I mean, I want a nice, super nice kitchen. Right. You know. One that's, you know, open and, you know, uh, and a decent-sized bathroom or a couple, you know, decent-sized bathrooms. I, I always get confused. I know that we're going off on a tangent here. We're asking questions here. But you hear these these super, like, high-end houses, like celebrity-type houses. Right. They're like, you know, it's a it's a nine-bedroom, 12-bath. Why do you need 12 bathrooms? Right. <laughs> what do you need 12 freaking bathrooms in a house for? So, that's a bathroom for every bedroom and then three more and then three more yeah. <laughs> i mean it's like so you, you gotta well of course you gotta have a few extra you never know what's gonna happen i mean i get it you're gonna have a ba- i guess a bathroom so people aren't going into bedrooms to go to use a bathroom but, yeah or uh, or everyone's getting food poisoning all at the same time <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but you know the, i've got i've got a nine bedroom 12 bathroom house yeah and uh, yeah it's just me and my wife right just right me and my wife yeah like, what do you do with the other eight bedrooms and and eleven bathrooms? Yeah, right. What? You just got to clean them. Well, no, if you can afford that, then you got somebody that cleans. But I don't know. I guess I'll let you ask a question because we're getting kind of crazy here on houses. Oh, okay. So let me get my to my question page here. So my question for you is that the the drive-through voice. Is not listening. How do you handle it? Like a McDonald's or something? Yeah. I just drive up to the window until I can get somebody's attention. That is too smart. (laughs) That is way too smart. And this is based on something that happened two days ago. (laughs) (laughs) You argued with the uh, menu board? (laughs) No, no. There there was no argument. It was just... Hello, hello. It's just, I'm going to speak... Louder and slower. <laughs> okay, well, there's your answer. You see, you're trying to be more precise yeah. and enunciate everything properly. Yeah, and, and you did the smart thing. You just drove up <laughs> to the window. window. Like, what's going on here? Face to face. i back there 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's sort of happened to me before where I, I've, like, had to wait, you know. Yeah. And you're like, what? Like, your job is to take orders in the drive-thru. What, what is going on? And everything I said, I got back some of it, and something was changed. So I could just imagine they're moving the microphone aside, looking at their friends and laughing and going, did you hear what I told them? Did, yeah. you, did you hear what I told them? <laughs> <laughs> this is 
funny because Danny just actually literally covered the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if you heard Well, that, that. was just between you and me. Oh, and then, okay. And then I had to do it <laughs> okay. this way. <laughs> I, uh, I got another one for you here. If you had a superpower, what would it be? Hmm. Like any superpower. Wow. I know oh, that's a, it's a tough it's a tough thing. I know what it I wouldn't want it to be. Like I, I know I, I here I'm always doing the same thing. I'm I'm going off on a tangent and I, that's how I start it. <laughs> Let's see. I wouldn't want it to be being able to read people's minds. That's, yeah, that's no, no, totally no, that, out. That would probably be a bad one. <laughs> that, that's that's a lousy. Probably feel like shit all the time. A superpower. Uh strength. Okay. Yep, strength. I went with, uh, like, I think being able to fly would be pretty cool, but mm-hmm. I went to be able to, like, make myself invisible. Oh, wow. Because if you make yourself invisible, I mean, th- I mean, I wouldn't be wanting for anything. Now, wait I'd a just minute. Just go in and get it. All right. Now, wait a minute. You're invisible, but I could still see your clothes. Oh, you mean the clothes, too? I mean, I'm just invi- I could Everything. make myself completely invisible. So that's a special suit that you had. Yeah, made. I wouldn't have to walk around naked. <laughs> you had made for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had this made. But, yeah, you know. Okay. You could just, you know. I hate to use it for evil, but, you know. Ooh. I want. Uh, Ooh. Evil superpower. Could just go get what you wanted. Yeah, you could. You could scare people. Well, because here comes here comes that latest action figure out of Walmart's toy section. How is it moving? He yeah, just, right. He just had to have it. <laughs> Everybody would be just looking like, what is going on? Yeah. Talk about UFOs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I went with Invisible. Okay. Um, what do you got for your next one? So, what animal that is not the normal choice, the usual choice, would you want for a pet? I don't know. I feel like we talked about this one time a while it's, back. It's such a good question. I don't question. know if we did it for a question, but it's I don't think good... we were even doing questions back then. I'm just trying to remember if, if we did or not and what my answer was. Not a usual pet. Now, when you say, like, is a monkey a usual pet? Absolutely not. I mean, you... If you watch the internet, it seems like it is. A lot of people have monkeys. I suppose if you live maybe in India, but in in the United States, I've never known anybody that had a monkey. Oh, there are lots of people that have monkeys in the United States. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Small ones? Yeah, not like, I haven't seen a lot of people like with chimpanzees. Yeah, they're a little bit mean. Um, More like the little, like, little spider monkey type things. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, there's so many different uh, species of monkeys, yeah. but something that runs off with your car keys and yeah. throws them out yeah. the window. Um, I don't know if I'd have a monkey or not. I mean, I probably it probably would as long as it was like it didn't tear my face off. Yeah, really. Um, you know, because even those little monkeys are a lot stronger than you would think. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I think they're pretty cool. I probably have some sort of monkey. Now the the actual species of monkey, I'd have to look into it. Right. Um, but yeah, how about you? Uh, an otter. An otter. Yeah. I've watched them. Um, if you remember in, uh, in Daytona, there was a creek. They covered it up. They put in large piping and they just, they hid the creek. But there was a time when we would get to, we, we'd, we'd do our setup at uh, Daytona. And that creek that ran through there had otters in it. And I just thought that was the coolest thing. 
It's like, damn, this, the freaking speedway yeah. has got a creek, and there's otters in this creek. And I loved watching them. They were just hilarious. Yeah. Just sit, just go over and stand in the shade. It was about the only shade you could find in Daytona at that point. Yeah. And uh, at the speedway anyways. And just stand there and watch those otters play around. Just playing with each other. And it was just, it was so much fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have ever have thought of an otter as a pet. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's just, it'd be good to have, uh, you'd have to have a place with a pool. So they have a pool to play in and. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose you'd probably need two. I, I don't, I think a, a single otter by itself is, is a rare. I don't think they, other than sleep and eat, but if you have two of them, then they're playing all the time. Right. Then right? they're fun. Yeah. I got uh, one more for you. Okay. What is the most annoying thing in your life right now? Like, not specifically, like, right this second, because then it would be me. Um, annoying? Just <laughs> <laughs> lately, like, what is the most annoying thing in your life that you can think of? Uh, when I'm when I'm on the job and I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Yeah. It's like, when I'm on the job... I want to be moving. I want to be doing something. And that's that's the whole point of it. Right. And Getting if, shit done. Yeah. If I got to stand around, I'm not I'm not good at standing around. Yeah. That's not my thing. So, mine is a very very short answer. And I'm not even going to get it. Just, uh the most annoying thing in my life right now is anti-vaxxers. Oh yeah. Mic drop. I'm done. Right. Not even going to talk about it. Yep. But anti-vaxxers, most annoying thing in my life right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you got another one or let's see what else is here. Okay. So, oh, so you've been invited for dinner and you're there getting ready to eat and there's nothing that they're serving that you would want to eat hands down, period. There's nothing that you would want to eat. What do you do? Oh, <laughs> I actually you? think I've been in like similar, you know. Uh-huh. situations maybe not nothing i would eat but i don't know i mean i'm not gonna force feed myself stuff like i'm not gonna eat mushrooms you know like right. they're, they're making the the big uh giant mushroom burger thing Ooh. i'm flat out say i ain't eat that no i'm with you uh i'm gonna run to mcdonald's i'll be right back yeah that's probably what i would do yeah like i'm not trying to be rude like to each his own but the, i don't eat this stuff and I know what you're. Once you get to McDonald's, I know what you're going to do. You're going to skip the, the 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 board out there. You're going to go right to the straight window. To the window. Straight, <laughs> straight to, to the, the freaking window. <laughs> I'm not going to have another hassle this evening. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'd probably just be honest and say I I can't eat that. I'm allergic. I, I yeah. you know I'd probably try to make up like I'm allergic to this and and yeah. uh, and uh, I'm lactose intolerant, so I can't eat that and. Uh, <laughs> You know, I just try to yeah. make up as many bullshit things as I could <laughs> to try to be like sort of polite. And I'm like, I'm good. I'll just, you know, you got some uh, saltines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? That's right. Maybe a little patty of butter. Yeah, or just... you know, some saltines and a jar of peanut butter. Yeah, that's you it. Know, that'll get oh, me peanut butter. Right? That'll get me through until I get back. Yeah, back to the drive-through window <laughs> at McDonald's. <laughs> what would you do? I would. I would do the same thing. I'd be like, you know, I'm sorry, but uh, 
I'm the guy with this huge list of stuff that I won't eat, and I'm I'm looking at everything <laughs> that's made my yeah. list. Everything so your here. list is bigger than mine, and you still have you are you still working on that list? Yeah, I was I was up to I don't know I I don't have that specific different uh, notebook different notebook, but I was up to almost uh, there was almost thirty things on there yeah. that I won't touch, and and I'm not done. I just I fell off of that list. I fell off working on that list for a while, but I'll get back to it. I actually think uh, when I said that uh, that had, I think I'd actually been in situations like that before. I think the card I played was like my stomach's really kind of off right now. I don't dare eat anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe I'll just you know I'll sit in and chat with everybody, but I think right. I'm just gonna have some water or yeah, you know some Seven Up or something. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's a good time to uh, take our break. So we'll be back in just a few. And we're back from our break. Um, time to get random. Mm-hmm. I uh, I think we talked about it before in the podcast. Uh, we make Ringo like pumpkin cookies. Yeah. And we also add a, like a, a little bit of pumpkin to his food. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know what's going on, but there's like a shortage of pumpkin. Really? Yeah, like the the neighborhood Walmart is where I usually buy it because they have it their their own brand. Yeah. And it's like, you know, 87 cents a can or something. Uh-huh. And then the only other stuff they sell is like the Libby's, which is like $2 and something a can for the same size can. Wow. And uh So I went to the neighborhood Walmart yesterday because or the other day because I had to get insulin and, and uh, syringes so you know for for Ringo of course they didn't have any pumpkin that was the third time that I had been there that they were completely wiped out of pumpkin wow and you know we had you know four or five cans left here but you know we don't want to run out because um, I mean that's that that's Ringo's only pleasure now is getting getting a cookie after he goes outside or right. you know uh and uh, so yesterday, I, I <clears throat> went out, and uh, Food Lion also sells. I found it at Food Lion one time, and uh, how is how is it packaged? How is it presented? It's in a can. It's just in a can, and it's just just pumpkin. Yeah, but it's not like pie filling pumpkin. I mean, I suppose you could use it for you know. I think that's what people might use it for. But, of course, you have to sweeten. I mean, this doesn't have any sugar or anything. This is just straight right. pumpkin puree in a can. Okay, so it's a puree. Then. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And uh, so yesterday I said, I got, you know, I'm going to go out and I'm going to try to find pumpkin. And I had, a, you know, a couple other things I had to do. Well, I looked online. I was looking for places, and Target said they had it. And it was like 95 cents a can for the, you know, regular size can. And then they had a bigger can for like a buck seventy nine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going to Target, you know. So I go into Target. They got two freaking cans left, two of the regular size cans. That's it. Wow. Two goddamn cans. So I bought those two cans, and then I went, I ran into Home Depot because my wife needed a dowel rod for some craft she's doing. And uh, then I went to a Food Lion Went in there, parked, grabbed a little cart, because I'm like, if they got any, I'm buying a bunch. Sure. 
go back there, don't have any. Mm-hmm. So then I ran, I stopped, I had to get a couple packs of smokes. Then I went to another food line. Went in there, grabbed the little cart, and uh, they had some. They had 20 cans. Oh, my God. I bought all friggin' 20 cans. Yeah. Now, when I've seen it at the Walmart before, you know, if they've got, like, you know, they may have had 24 cans or, you know. Right. I'm like, I'm not going to be that guy that buys all of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I buy, like, you know, eight, ten cans or whatever. Uh-huh. And leave some for somebody else. But yesterday, I, uh, and I had looked at the other two Walmarts in town. They didn't have yeah. any in stock. So you're doing the, you're doing the legwork here. Right. And of course, Target didn't have any. And I don't think Aldi Foods or Lidl even sell it because I've looked there before. That's interesting. And, uh, and then there's like three or four food lines. I was going to go to the other, the closest food line on my way back if I hadn't found it there. And then we were, you know, SOL for the time being. Then I was actually going to call you guys and say, hey, if you go right. into town, like, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of which, next time you go to Costco, just see if they sell yeah. it and yeah. how much it is. We're good now. We've got like, uh, you know, 25, 26 cans. Yeah. So we're good for a few weeks. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's just, I, I don't get it. I know. it. Like, what? Well, like somebody's going around town and buying it all up. I don't know if they're feeding pigs with it. I mean, they can't be baking that much with it. Um, the only thing I can think of is it's it's fall and everybody's talking about pumpkins and then right. the, the idea of but pies see, come up. This and, happened last year too. Uh-huh. The and that, and that's I I you know I googled it and they're like you know it could be because of baking and you know this yeah. and that and it's like yeah but most right. people don't buy the unsweetened. You know, maybe yeah. they do. I don't know. Maybe, you know, diehard bakers. True. You know, we don't want all their crap in it. We just want the pumpkin, and then we'll yeah. flavor it to taste. Yeah, exactly. Um, but fortunately, I found those 20, yeah. 20 cans. I bought all of them, you know. Hey, Ringo's Ringo's worth it because he's, he's blind, can't hear, he's got diabetes, and he's such a good dog. Yeah. I mean, I pulled up, and I, uh, and I told the girl I had them all in the cart. I, you know, well, no, actually, I did put them all up on the, and I said, these are all the same thing. If you just want to, like, ring one up and then hit, you know, 20. She scanned every single one of them. Okay. I'm like, man, you made it harder on yourself. Yeah. Um. But uh, because I was out running around, I, I think every freaking moron in this town was out. Oh, dear. Yesterday. And I won't talk about everything i know i was behind somebody when i was getting ready to go to that first food line i went to they slowed down to make a right hand turn they all literally almost stopped yeah to go around the corner and it was just a little i'm like what are you doing yeah then i pull into harris teeter because i had to pick up a a small grocery order there's a dude standing like three feet into the road right in front of the front entrance on his phone, just standing there. Nice. There's other people walking across. There's somebody trying to go the opposite way I'm trying to go. Like, and then finally, like, I was just going to, I drove as close to him as I could. But as I, as I was going, he started walking. He finally, yeah. like, realized, oh, I'm in the middle of the road. Right, right. Um, and there's other people out here. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, God. I was just, oh. you know. And then when I stopped... I'll let you get a word in here after this, but uh, 
when I stopped at the, the, the gas station to grab a couple packs of smokes, there was a lady there, like, digging money out of her purse to buy, like, a Dr. Pepper or something. And her money's all crumpled up. And then she's looking for, like, change in the bottom of her purse and stuff. And I'm like, ouch. God, all it reminded me of the people when we were out on the road that would come up and they want a $20 t-shirt and they throw out the wads of money up on just all crumpled up and stuff. Oh, that's, yeah, that's and I'm like, insane. you know, you have no respect for money. You probably drop money all the time. Yeah. I would you imagine. probably owe a lot of people money. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, come on, organize yeah. your money. You're an adult. You're a big boy now. Right. right. You know, uh, I just, I, I, it's either you're so lazy yeah, but so, I got to the point where when people did that, and I had to give them change, cash, change back, I would just crumple it all up and and put it on the counter for them. That's I'm funny. like that's what you did to me. That's what you're getting back. That's, I mean, that's funny. They never cared because that's how they carry their money. Yeah, you know. Gosh, <laughs> amazing. That is really funny. But uh, yeah, God. that that was just one you know two or three hour excursion out. You know. Yeah, it's just like God. They came out of the woodwork today. Just I I, like I said, just the driving. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. just I, I was kind of irritated by the time I got back. You know. Oh yeah. You know, to run to the store and get you know six cans of pumpkin. Yeah. You know, it turns into having to go to like three or four different places. Yeah. Um. Hey, now that now that you've talked about this, I'm I'll, I'll keep a watchful eye out for it. I'll be looking for it. Yeah, but like I said, like the Libby shit, and actually one time I had to buy like two like organic cans. I had done this again. I had gone to like three places, didn't have any. So I was at Harris Teeter and I got, you know, but they were like $3 a can. Yeah. Because it was organic crap, you know. But yeah, Walmart has it for like 87 cents. Target has it for like 95 cents. And I know mom goes to Target, so. Yeah. Uh, But like I said, we're good now, but... um, it was just, it's, you know, yeah. It was just like, in this town is out of shit when I go places all the time. I've never seen anything like it. I've never lived anywhere before where you go to a, a, a big box store. Yeah. And they're out of stuff. It's like, how are you out of stuff? Right. I've gone to the Harris Theater here before and they've been out of like Miller Lite. Wow. Like, how in the hell are you out of Miller Lite? Yeah. They need a bigger distributor, apparently. Well, wow. Yeah. Well, no, but the the guy that's there doing, I mean, they, chances are they got some in the back room. Right. Right. So the manager's not just getting it out on the floor. But with those beverage distributors, I don't think that like store employees can go out and go back there in the soccer room and just get that. Maybe they can. I don't know. But I know they have people. You'll see somebody in there stocking beer, stocking soda, yeah, right? Stocking chips. They'll, I mean, they'll come in like Saturday mornings to stock up, and uh, right. You know that stuff gets delivered, and then they get it out of the back room. So yeah, they're not doing their job very well. Yeah, you know because it, I'm sorry, you know that that cooler holds a lot of of Miller Lite, a lot of cases and six yeah. packs and twelve packs of Miller Lite, and when there's none. Yeah, really. It's like that's that's you know, hustle work. Yeah, somebody that's, that's the stuff you got to stay on top of. Somebody dropped the ball somewhere, but uh you got any random shit you want to get off your chest? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm watching uh YouTube. I watch YouTube a lot. I'm just I like I just like looking at something different all the time. So I'm 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 looking at I'm, I I sit in front of the TV and I'm trying to think of okay. 
categories. What's a category, you know, that I haven't looked at? Or so, in this instance, it was cars. And I'm I'm always been a huge car person. That's a car. That's a category that you haven't looked at a lot. I would think. No, no, no. That's that's one that I I, I look at a lot. Okay, that's I, But I, you know, I was just thinking. Uh, I got lost in the in the shuffle. I was thinking. I'm trying to think of all these different categories, and I thought, ah, cars. Let me just. That's my fallback. Right. I, I just fall back to cars all the time, and I'm bound to see something somewhat interesting. So it opens up, and the very first thing said, the world's 20 most expensive cars. And I'm thinking, okay, well, these must be like Rolls Royce, Bentleys that are all super tricked out or something like that. And it was um, it, it, it was more specific. It was uh, the world's 20 most expensive 2021 cars. Okay. So it was... It's current stuff. I mean, because obviously you could have a a 1930 Rolls Royce that might be worth 50 million bucks. Right. But it was current cars. So I click on it. It's all it's all wild sports cars. So the the base one, the first one that they showed was 1.5 million, and then they went up from there. And I think I'm not sure, but I think it was some kind of. Bugatti, a special Bugatti, a, a special edition. They have a Veyron that they've been selling for years, and it's been, it's always been like this is the fastest car in the world, and it's got the fastest times to certain speeds and all that. Yeah. But it was a, I think it was thirty million for that one. So it was a, quite a spread, one point five million to thirty million. But they're all exotic looking cars. They're they're pretty wild. Um, what constitutes a car being worth thirty million dollars? Like, right. how much better is the engineering right. in a thirty million dollar car than a f- yeah. fifty thousand dollar car? Well, the first it's uh, being so exclusive, and then it's it's a very exclusive car, and then they do a very limited run. Yeah, so I get it. They're but- they're only going to produce. Let's say they're only going to produce. There was one car I think they produced twenty five. Yeah, and like, and you know, you got these people that have more money than brains. That you know, they. Oh yeah, they got to have the latest but, and greatest. I mean, there's people starving to death in this freaking world. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I just don't get. These are dropping thirty million on yeah. a car. So, you know? all their customers are billionaires. Yeah. So, and I, I'm sorry, but the the word elite. To me, doesn't apply to anybody. No one's elite. I don't care what category they're in. They can be the the greatest so and so that does the best whatever. But you're not elite because there's always going to be a, a, a there's always going to be a guy strolling into town that can draw faster than you are, and you're laying dead in the dirt. Yeah, but you know the top one percent. So. You know, basically, yeah, makes far, all the rules as, in this country. Yeah, as far as wealth is concerned, they're uh, they got a lot of friends. Yeah, and, but so, so I'm I'm looking, I'm watching this, and it's just one, one swoopy design after another, after another, after another. And and I'm not as impressed 
as I was when I was a kid. When I was a kid and I'm getting into this category, I was like, oh, wow, this is all so great. Imagine having this. Well, when you're a kid, sure, your, your brain works that way. Yeah. And as a, you know, I'm, I'm on my way to 70 and I'm, I'm looking at it with a whole set of different eyes. Having worked in racing, having been around powerful cars that do amazing things. And I'm looking at these things and I'm like, number one, for me, I'd really have trouble getting in any of them. And I would need a team of people to get me out. Because <laughs> yeah. they are, it's it's just a, a different world. So there's that. Um, of course, when you're in it, I'm sure it's it's the latest and greatest and best of everything. You know, beautiful leathers, beautiful carbon fiber. This carbon fiber that. But still, thirty million. And and the and the the carbon fiber breaks. I mean that that entire system, just the just that part of that brake system. That's not the entire thing. You can call it a carbon fiber brake system, but you break you break down the the components, and there's certain things in that brake system that might be just those four things. Each corner of the car, those four things that are just part of the brake system, might be eight thousand dollars each. Yeah. So you've got you've got all this at work. And it's it's so exclusive, and it's uh, just a, another car that you're going to park next to the other one that you bought two years ago because you like the way that one yeah, exactly. you know, stacked up, too. Biggest problem it's is... It's just a status thing for these yeah. rich pricks. So, number one, I'm sure you don't race cars as a role. It's not that you didn't grow up racing cars but you achieved tremendous amount of money and and you can get behind the wheel and and you make friends with all the the people that can help you to get better at it and that's fine so you've you've taken it to the tracks you've taken them all to the tracks and you're you're not by any means ready to hop in a formula one car or or a nascar and go out and bang fenders or you know whatever you got to do but you have some skills. So you you can look at all of that and go, where are you going to go with it? That's the final point. Where where are you going to go with this thing? You've got to go to racetracks. That's, that's really your only outlet. You can go screaming up and down country roads, but God help you. That's all I can say. The roads are not built for you. The roads are built for big old clunky trucks that are hauling crap. That that has to be their main focus when they build roads because they know these 80,000-pound things are going to be on back roads sometimes hauling a load into a factory or something. So that's that's the whole point. I'm I'm looking at all this and I'm thinking, tremendous wealth, very exclusive – where in God's name do you go with it? They don't probably. They probably don't drive them. It's just, like I said, it's a status thing. Yeah. Like I got one, you didn't. Ha ha. You know. Yeah. So, and do you really? Do you really have the ability? I mean, the the thing the thing they're trying to do now is 
the the like I was saying, the Bugatti Veyron was always the the two hundred and forty five mile an hour car. It's like everybody else is building these wild Ferraris and Lamborghinis and Paganis and just you know McLarens. This this the whole list goes on and on. And they're capable of big speed, but now the numbers are three hundred miles an hour. Oh, this one goes three hundred eleven. Oh, yeah. but this one over here's done three twenty one. Yeah, and I'm just... and I'm thinking, who in the hell are you? You're going to take this thing up to three hundred miles an hour, and you're going to make a tiny little mistake. And that tiny little mistake is when this thing finally gets done rolling, and bouncing from corner to corner, and smashes itself into a million pieces. What's what's left of it, and what's left of you? Nothing. So to me, you've got you got a lot going for you. You're extreme wealthy, but don't ever get hung up on your abilities because <laughs> a car. Yeah, I like I said. I think it's like, just a status thing. Oh it's yeah, it's just a. It's you know. it's it's just it's amazing to me that okay, that's why I find it very interesting. The guys that I think are really smart, I think the really brilliant ones are the ones that have the ability to put together. A car, now it's really exclusive. We're only going to build 25. And there was one of them in that list, but they're only building 25 of them. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, they don't they don't have to work as hard as the people that are going to build 150. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're building 25. They're making, you know, uh, I don't know what, I, I don't even remember how much that one sold for, 20 million a piece. Yeah, it's so, ridiculous. It, so they're making all this money, and, you know, they can take the rest of the year off. I mean, they're in good shape. Yeah, <laughs> all that shit just irritates me. Uh, it's, so, it's just it's it's so uh, it's so out there. This yeah, like, I mean, you, you know, you can drop that kind of money. It's like you know how many people you could help oh, for thirty million dollars. I know it. I but know it. no, you got to have another car in your garage. You know. Yeah. But it is what it is. It's their money. I guess they can spend it how they want to spend it. Yeah. You know, it's not up to us or the government to tell somebody that's made a lot of money how they get right. to spend their money. Right, exactly. Uh, you would just hope that, that some of these people, and, and there are a lot of wealthy people that do a lot for charity. Mm-hmm. So it's not, you know, yeah. but, but, you but, know. But here's the thought. Okay, so you have, let's say you have $150 billion, and I know some people do. What happens if you got a wild hair one night and think, I've got $150 billion. But I think what I'm going to do is focus on spending for all these good causes. I'm going to spend 149 billion. Well, that only leaves me with one billion dollars. So in their world, one billion. Well, that's a scary thought. I don't know if I want to go down to one billion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and the rest of us are looking at that, going, oh, oh, oh. That's a, what a shame. All you're going to have is one billion dollars. After you've done this monumental step, aren't you a saint? But I, I feel bad for you because you've only got one billion left. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's it's so insane. I, I I've never had that problem to to contemplate. So because Lord knows, you know, on one you know good drunk and one busy day, you, you can drop a billion, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, you run the numbers <laughs> and see how how much money you can you know. 
I, I've done it before. Uh, I'll, maybe I'll do some research. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. But like, you know, how much you can, you know, if you spent this much money per hour, right? how much in, you know, 24 hours would you spend? And like, it's an ungodly amount of money. But couldn't, couldn't but, you? But could you possibly spend that kind of money that quickly? You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Buying normal things, not like a $30 million car. You know what I mean? Right. But... Um, I don't know. Let's, uh, let's hop into our top five. I, okay. uh, I, I, I think, uh, mom's here. I want to do a little visiting with her, uh, mm-hmm. before you guys have to head out. And I think Kyle's making a Mexican feast. Uh, okay. For dinner. So I, I love a feast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's jump into our top five. This week it is, uh, top five favorite toys, uh, from our childhood or when yes. we were kids. Yes, yes. Um, I'll let uh, Danalee start this one out. I got for Christmas one year the Flintstone Village. The Flintstone Village. And believe me, it was it was really well done. You had you had the uh, the houses to assemble. You had the cars to assemble. You had the figurines, and they were it, they were good size, and, and they were. They were done fantastic. Yeah. It looked exactly like what you saw in the cartoon. And I just love that thing. Because I, I love the Flintstones. I was a big Yabba Dabba Doo fan. Yeah. I never I never had the Flintstone Village. Yeah. Flintstone Village. I uh my time it was uh the the Star Wars action figures. Right. And of course, you know, they had the, you know the different vehicles that they mm-hmm. Drove and stuff like that, and and all that. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I was a kid when the, the original Star Wars came out, and that was like the coolest thing. Yeah, and uh, there was a, a time where I was really into the Star Wars thing. I'm not so much a sci-fi, you know, yeah, thing now, but uh, but yeah, I there was a time where I, you know, I had a bunch of the, you know, and and if they were still in the packages now, they'd oh, be worth oh, all kinds of oh money. Oh gosh, yes, you know? they would. It's like yeah, but I wouldn't have been able to play with them. That's right. Like, we bought toys back then to play with them. Yeah. Not to, like, keep them in their bubble packs and <laughs> put them on a shelf, you know? How am I going to play with Luke Skywalker in, in his convertible little space machine Yeah, and, and not take it out of the packaging? I mean, give me a break. Right, right. <laughs> um, no, I played with mine, and, and they, you know, probably eventually got tossed or something or whatever who knows what happened to him yeah um what do you got for uh number four number four i have my skateboard okay and well how old was i this is the really tough part how old was i had to be um junior high school so 66 65 64 1964 i'm gonna go with 64 I was, yeah. I was in probably in seventh grade. And I got my skateboard. And I went behind the, uh, uh, it was Ontario County. Uh, I lived in Canandaigua. And that was the county seat. So there's the uh, the courthouse, big courthouse in Canandaigua. And huge parking lot behind it. And the parking lot was beautiful because it was sloped. It was down, it was, it was built on a hillside behind the courthouse. Yeah. And 
they had bumpers for the cars where the cars pulled in. You know, there's the yellow lines. You pull your car in in the yellow line, and the, and the, you pulled up to a bumper. But the great thing was is they were raised metal bumpers that were in you know in the ground in the asphalt. But the great thing was is they left a gap between them, and these were all the way down the hill. Yeah. So it was it was great. My sister got a skateboard, and I got a skateboard, and the two of us used to go carry them over there, ride our bikes over there or whatever, and we would just skateboard like on a like on a Sunday when when nobody was around, right. court, the courthouse is closed, the parking lot's empty. We had a blast. Yeah. It was so much fun, and, you, and we would skate in between. You, you had a small gap, but it was wide enough for a kid on a skateboard to make, but you had to hit the gap right. You couldn't mess up. Right. Because it's gonna throw you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I never, I never did much skateboarding. I've mean, had a few skateboards through the years when I was a kid, but it was just never, never really. I was more, you know, on the bike. Yeah. I was more of a bicycle guy. Um, my number four is uh, the six million dollar man. They made like it was like a GI Joe. Yeah. It was a six right. million dollar man. Right. Had like a spaceship that he could go in. Mm-hmm. like a rocket i should say yeah and uh i don't know how many accessories i had but i was i loved the six million dollar yeah. man when i was when i was a kid you know that was a great show um yeah he i thought he was the coolest you know yeah. and, that's uh, right so yeah i remember having that that was that was pretty cool yeah um i guess we'll move on to your number three. All right all right so my number three is uh my frisbee my first frisbee. Yeah. And it, it was the frisbee brand. So then that was I was young. I was really young. Uh unfortunately I think I've told you the story before. It was right after you broke all your dad's records I got you a broke, frisbee. Broke all his seventy eights. Yeah. Every single one. Now, I don't think you told me that he they bought you a frisbee right after that, but I just assumed Yeah. That he's not breaking any more damn records. <laughs> We're gonna get him one of those frisbee disc things. Yeah. <laughs> and and this is how my parents were. I'm I mean, I'm I'm really a little kid now. This is probably nineteen fifty uh, had to be fifty six, nineteen fifty six or fifty seven. And I saw the commercial on T V for the Frisbee. You know, it's probably the same time that the, the good old Slinky came out. But um I just, I just knew I had to have that because people were throwing it and it was flying and it was just kept on going and yeah. going and. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, I had to go through all the seventy eights to convince them to get me, and they shattered so nice. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we. I used to play a lot of frisbee with friends. Uh, uh, more in high school though. Yeah. We'd go to the park and. Yeah. Fling the frisbee around mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I guess when I did my list, I was thinking more back to when I was a little bit younger. Of course, you you were young when you got the frisbee. Oh, yeah. There was a reason that you got the frisbee. Oh yeah, because <laughs> unfortunately the seventy eights went to hell. <laughs> Thank you to me. <laughs> I went with uh, they they had this Fisher Price. It sounds like for a little like babies almost. You know when you think Fisher Price, right? But and I probably was only four or five years old. But they had this thing. It was called Adventure People. They were like little figurines. Uh-huh. And I remember I had like a plane with like the pontoons, like it would land on the water, 
Then it was like a, a Jeep, and, you know, he had all kinds of different little figures. Yeah. You know, he had like a lumberjack guy with like a knit cap on and a flannel shirt. Right, and right. Of course, that I mean, it was painted on or molded on. It wasn't yeah. actual clothes. But, yeah, I'd play with those things for, for hours, you know. Yeah. Um, just the toys I, I remember playing with, you had to use your own imagination. Yeah. In conjunction with the toys. Right. And it wasn't like video games or telephones or smartphones or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I had a lot of fun with those. Mm-hmm. And uh and I thought they were Fisher Price and I had to look it up cuz I was like I maybe it wasn't Fisher Price, but it was. I oh, found okay. them they they called they were they call them the adventure people. Yeah. Um great. And uh yeah, hours and hours and hours of fun with them. Right. Um what do you got for number 2? Number 2. Uh, let's see. Ah, yes. Um, so number two takes me back to, again, that same time in the fifties, four or five years old. And, uh, the Lone Ranger was my guy. Yeah. The Lone Ranger and Tano. And there was all the other shows too. I mean, I mean, for years and years, TV was covered up with Westerns. Action Westerns. Yeah. And I, of course, watched The Lone Ranger every single day at a certain time. It was on, I think it was on before noon. And I would stand in front of the TV. I had two six guns. And I had I had my uh, holster. And it held two six guns. And I'd have my, my hat on. My cowboy hat. And I'd stand right in front of the, the TV for the whole, I mean, there's a picture of me. Got my hands on the on the guns, yeah. ready for action, ready to help out the Lone Ranger at any time. So yeah, that uh, my my two six guns in the, in the holster that the really cool holster that held two six guns. Oh, that's hilarious because my number two is toy guns. Yeah, um, and not necessarily six guns, any kind of gun. You know, we had like the. F- play machine you know we'd go oh, out and yeah. play army or we'd play cops and robbers so you had right. you know, like 38 special or whatever right some right. of them were cap guns and some of them were you know uh oh cap guns were the best but uh you know it, it's it, it's a controversial toy now um but the funny thing is yeah. is i one of my favorite toys of all time toy guns like it was great having like machine guns and stuff you go out and you'd have the little army helmet yeah you know you'd go out and right Especially the army helmets, they had the like the netting on it, so you could stick leaves and shit in it. <laughs> you know, we go out in the woods and play for hours with our gun. You know, we yeah. use like pine cones or right. hand grenades, and right. and uh, I've never owned a real gun in my entire life, exactly ever. So you can play with those toys, <laughs> and you can have the best time as a kid, and grow up not wanting anything yeah. to do with guns. It, 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 it's, it's it like... did not lead to violence. <laughs> <laughs> the same with me. I, I had I grew up with guns. Never had a problem with always was taught safety. It was always safety first. Yeah. It was always know your target when you went hunting. Don't ever pull that trigger. Yeah. See, I never even yeah. hunted. You yeah. Know? And I, I, I didn't hunt for long. I, I, I literally I, I hunted until I was maybe nineteen or twenty and I was done with it. I had to me that was enough. Yeah. It was and just I, never my thing. You know, I, I what I shot, I I did my best to cook it and eat it as as best I could but I knew that after a while I was like this isn't the life for me but 
At yeah. least I, I treated it all with respect because that's what I was taught. Well, you got preschoolers getting expelled from school for like pointing their fingers like in a gun fashion. Yeah. You know, it's like, really? You're expelling yeah. a, a, a preschooler for pointing a finger? I mean, like, yeah. we have lost our grip on reality in this country. Yeah. We really have. I never but ever. That's a whole topic we can get into. Uh, never would have thought of even picking up a gun in anger. No. A- anger was for. For arguments and discussions. That's where you settled anger, and that was how you did it. Yeah. So to think that kids who played with guns grew up to be users of them? No, I'm sorry. No. It's probably the ones that weren't allowed to play with toy guns are the ones that have the real guns now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they um, got carrying a lot of anger. But uh, what do you got for number one? Your number one okay. childhood toy. Yeah, well, my... my uh, my father came home. I, I can see it. I can see it in my mind. I'm in the kitchen. He walks in the door. He walks through the garage that I sent all the 78 records against the wall, <laughs> crashing into the floor, That through that garage. And because he, my, my grandfather and my father and my uncle, they had a fuel oil business, and they had a gas station. It was mobile. It was mobile gas. Yeah. Okay. And of course, this again, this is uh, 1955. I was three years old. And he's got a blue, shiny, mobile race car. Okay. It was more like a speedster that you would take to Bonneville to try and set a world, you know, a speed record. I think I, I think I saw that. I still have it. Yeah. It, yeah. I, it's about uh, what? Yeah, exactly. Foot, a foot long? Exactly. I have it. It's it's a shiny open cockpit. Open cockpit with a red seat, a white white steering wheel with a, just a little glass piece that would come up just high enough to cover the driver. Yeah. And the helmet. I mean, it wasn't so, very shiny when I saw it, but No, it had a lot of speckled uh, <laughs> rust spots on yeah. it. Yeah. But I I still have it. I love that thing and I'll, I'll always have it. Yeah. As long as I'm walking the earth, I own that thing. <laughs> I, I love it and I can I honestly can remember he walked in, set it down on the floor, and I that was me. I went right to it and I played with that thing forever. Yeah. And it was so much fun. And so it's kind of funny to listen to me. I'm kind of badgering these exotic cars I watched on TV a few days ago. <laughs> but the first time I saw one, I was I was in. Yeah. I was, I was all in. Yeah. Well, it's funny because uh, my number one is Matchbox cars. Oh, okay. Probably my favorite because I'd I'd spend. I mean, I, I as a kid, if it was raining outside or something, I could spend the whole day sitting on the floor, yep. you know, having like a town, you know, whatever. You maybe get a shoebox and that's your, you know, a building and right, right. you know, and and having races. Yep. You know, making got, a little oh, racetrack, yeah. and got then we race. could go out and play. I remember playing in a ditch with like me and Tim and, uh-huh. and another neighbor kid. We had like made roads, like dug in with like spoons or whatever, and made roads on the side of the ditch, <laughs> like you were on a cliff. Yeah, and uh, little tunnels you could go into, and I mean, we, yeah. I mean, ba- matchbox cars, man. I just loved them. Yeah, man, loved absolutely. them absolutely. Uh, and and they're still out there. You can still buy them. Oh gosh, yes. You yeah. know. Uh, yep. But yeah, I you know yeah you had to have your fire truck and your ambulance and yep. 
and uh, police car and yeah, you know, you had to have your hot rods and then you you had to have your regular you know everyday cars out there too you know yeah yeah uh, yeah number one favorite toy of all time for me was Matchbox cars cool. hands down I, as soon as I I thought of the, this topic right. Matchbox cars were like well that's my number one yeah. Uh, and I had to dig a little bit to come up with the other ones, but uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think we're at a good stopping point for this week. Okay, uh, I think we'll call it an episode. Thanks for listening. I am the kid, and I'm Dan Lee. We'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.